All right, welcome everyone to uh, this week's new episode of Drunken Jurors. I know we took some time off there, but uh, we're back. I'm Jeff. I'm Adam. And we forgot Nick, so get fucked, nerd. I think this is the first episode that's literally just been you and I for anything. Yeah, well, besides movies, which you guys should go check out. Yeah. We have movie reviews that come out monthly on Patreon. Now Ooh, Patreon. Yeah. Yes, it's a lot of fun. Um, this month's is American Psycho. We actually just recorded it. Fun time. You get Last to see Christian Bale's not sick. <laughs> Last month's is American Psycho. This month's by Christopher Robin. Shit. <laughs> well, still, check them out. <laughs> They're up there. For the movie I said is still on the fucking list of things that are up. So yes. <laughs> um yeah, so Nick couldn't be here this week. Um, like I said, we took some weeks off, so we don't have anything too wonderful prepared, but we wanted to give you something. So Adam and I are here to try to fucking carry the weight of Nick on our backs, which shouldn't be too terribly hard. Because yeah, because we do that anyway. Yeah. yeah, Nick doesn't fucking contribute. Son of a bitch. All right, so this week's <clears throat> this week's uh, topic is Judith. Is it Barcy? I think so. That's how I said it. Yeah, that's that's how I've been saying it. So Judith Barcy, uh, if you guys don't know who that is, she was Ducky from The Land Before Time, that wonderful movie from our childhoods. I think I only watched it when I was a child, and I couldn't tell you what it was about at this point. I I, I know I watched it a couple times when I was a kid, and it's isn't them like trying to flee from extinction or some shit? I don't know. There's multiple. There's is there? <laughs> I think so uh maybe there's a nah, TV it's about show. it's it's about um oh it's about a uh a dinosaur that gets orphaned and then is picked up by some other dinosaurs to go to the great valley to be reunited with others of its kind hold up i'd like to point out and i'm just now learning this um who the executive producers were Steven Spielberg, George Lucas, and Kathleen Kennedy. And Jeff, <laughs> you don't, you probably don't know who Kathleen Kennedy is, but she is a really good um, producer, and she's been producing the Star Wars movies for years now. <laughs> Wild. So what so, you're telling me is the land before time is canon in Star Wars. Yes, this is so this is the <laughs> land before a long time ago in the galaxy far, far away. <laughs> Perfect. Now, see, I don't even watch Star Wars, and now I know more. Yeah. <laughs> uh, see, now I can tell people I have seen something in the Star Wars franchise. Yeah. It's the land before time. <laughs> <laughs> really going to piss off some people. Good thing Nick's not here. <laughs> <laughs> he will never hear this either that's the perfect thing <laughs> get fucked now i'm trying to i thought there was a sequel to this oh yeah so there is multiple things 13 direct-to-video sequels 13 and a tv show what in the fuck <laughs> do you ever watch dragon tales Yes. Yeah, Dragontail slapped. <laughs> um, hold on. So there's The Land Before Time. Then there's The Great Valley Adventure. The Time of the Great Giving. Journey Through the Mists. The Mysterious Island. 
the secret of Soros Rock, <laughs> the Stone of Cold Fire, the Big Freeze, Journey to Big Water, the Great Long Neck Migration, <laughs> Invasion of the Tiny Soros, <laughs> what the f- the Great Day of Flyers, the Wisdom of Friends, and the Journey of the brave journey of the brave came out in 2016 um damn the tv show started in uh 2007 the first movie came out in 88 and it's been a constant fringe it's like fast and furious now like it's <laughs> but longer <laughs> two lands two time <laughs> <laughs> I'm trying to go over for Tokyo Drift now. <laughs> Pterodactyl glide. I don't know. I got nothing. <laughs> All right. So Judith Basari. Um, what's hold on? What's what was the name of the continent back then? Um, Pangea. Tangia Drift. <laughs> it's Pangea, you dumbass. Whatever. Pangea Drift. <laughs> All right. <laughs> So her father, Joe, and her mother, Maria, were uh, they immigrated to the U.S. in 1956 after the uh, Hungarian Revolution, where nearly 20,000 uh, people died at the hands of the Soviets because, you know, the Soviets after World War II were just some of the greatest fucking people to walk the earth, fucking grabbing up, trying to grab up land anywhere they could fucking find it. Um, her father was known for constantly lying. And uh, he was well-respected just because people fucking feared him. He would, like, constantly lie to people. He was How it was explained in, like, the YouTube video I watched. By the way, all the research I got is just from online articles and some YouTube videos. Because there's not a documentary about this. Not, at least not one I could find. And I didn't see a book. So, at least not one I could read fast enough. But he... Basically, like, he wasn't an alcoholic, but he was just a piece of shit person before he had alcohol, and alcohol just made it fucking worse. So it wasn't like being at home with him if he was sober was a good time. Mm-hmm. Um, he often told people that he was blind in one eye because of a fight that he was in, which I don't know about you, but that wouldn't make me respect you or fear you because you clearly got hit hard enough to have your fucking eye fucked up. So... Mm-hmm. Go fuck yourself. <laughs> he did not. He did not learn how to dodge, dip, duck, dive, or dodge. <laughs> this is the quality content you get when Nick's not here. <laughs> so it would have been silent there, anyways. <laughs> it's fine. That, actually, we would still be talking about the Hungarian Revolution right now if Nick was here. <laughs> Which honest. has nothing to do with the story. <laughs> not at all. Other than the fact that they immigrated after that happened really neither did the <laughs> franchise of land before time but <laughs> yeah. Uh, yeah i feel like it had more to do with it kind of so yeah joe when he came over uh he was a plumber and maria was a waitress and then in 1978 judith was born they were basically like just getting by like as little as they could just they were not doing well over here because they wanted to uh, Maria wanted to go to Hollywood she fucking loved like LA and Joe basically how Joe got her like she was impressed with him because he had money like when they were over 
like before they immigrated. But apparently when they immigrated, that didn't stick. Um, <clears throat> but once Judas was born, uh, Maria immediately started training her like as soon as she could walk and talk. So she basically had her, she was like ice skating. It's like teaching her just to ever, like how to speak without her Europe, like her parents' European accent. So like she could fit in as like pure blood American, basically. So she didn't have the same accent her parents did, which is wild. She immediately wanted her to be like a child star. Why? I don't know. She like I said, she just liked Hollywood and thought that like, oh, this would be a great thing. As if that's an easy thing to accomplish. Mm-hmm. But somehow they did. So congrats to them. <laughs> and I feel kind of I'm gonna feel somewhat shitty saying this. It really feels like they were just hoping that her success could carry them. <laughs> Cause when you're before you're 18, you uh the money you make kind of just goes to uh is up for your family to use yeah. before you really get to make the decisions of how you want to use well, it i actually know a little bit of how that works um so and it all stemmed from gary coleman because gary coleman was a child actor and his parents took all of his money from him and he sued them um and won and so basically the what you're supposed to do nowadays this isn't like back then but nowadays you're supposed to file like submit something with the actors union and a bank and basically like just like with how taxes can get automatically taken out 15 percent of every paycheck gets automatically put into a bank account that only the child has access to once they turn 18 like so the parents can't access that 15 percent at all when you're underage but neither can you and then the day you turn 18 you can access that bank account and that's how it's supposed to be now still doesn't happen all the time because parents are pieces of shit sometimes and steal from their child but you know So her first appearance was in a commercial after she was seen ice skating at a rink and they were trying to shoot. I don't know what the fucking commercial was for, but basically they saw her skating around. They're like, hey, you want to help us with this commercial? And that's basically where it started. And then she was just in commercials after that and it just kept building up. Eventually it got to the point where um, she got herself, they got her an agent. Her agent was Ruth Hansen and Judas was bringing in around a hundred thousand dollars a year and this is in 1980 or the 1970s 1980s a lot so it would have been 1980s because yeah, she started she was, when she was five and she was born in 78 yeah so. early 80s and so that's that's quite a bit of fucking money in today's terms that's like probably over 250,000 nowadays i would yeah. assume so yeah i don't, I don't know she's this story just gets sad <laughs> and obviously um when that happens that her parents go and they buy like a three-bedroom house that's nicer that they can live in like which is like i understand like i think that's a decent use of the money from your kid making money i guess i mean like you should probably buy a decent house for them to grow up and it's like it benefits them too instead of living in a shitty fucking apartment or something but uh so she keeps doing some movies and stuff and then uh she's in jaws the revenge 
but after this is when she changes uh she becomes easily upset and like anxious all the time she ends up plucking out her eyelashes and pulled out her cat's whiskers which i don't know how you accomplish that very easily i feel like especially as a kid i feel like that cat would have just fucking mauled you yeah is that that like an easy aren't whiskers extremely important to cats yeah because like like feel that's their like nerve endings yeah like that's like that's how they know where things are at like that's like because they like will go if you've ever seen a cat sniff something they like touch their tip of their nose to it and they like jump back when they do it their whiskers are their nerve endings unless you're like right on it like we have a general sense of where things are at they don't (laughs) so whack so after that movie, her mom took her to uh, go see her uncle in New York. Uh, but apparently before they left, uh, Joe had pulled Judith aside and said that if she decided not to come back home, that he would slit her throat. Hmm. So he is extremely verbally abusive. I don't know if he was physically abusive at this point. I think maybe I actually don't know if he was ever physically abusive. I didn't never really read that. I think he was just super mentally and like emotionally abusive. It's like he's just an alcoholic plumber, man. Just fucking drinking day in, day out. And he's yeah. a piece of shit when he's not drunk. So, um, yeah. So, like, Maria, because they went to New York to see Maria's stepbrother or Maria's brother. And he, like, heard about this story and he's like, you guys got to, like, fucking get out of there. So, in 1986, uh, Maria went to the police and told them about the last five years of abuse. But since she had no injuries, um, when she went, they didn't really move on with the investigation. Which is shitty, but I guess kind of makes sense. I feel like they probably should have still done a little something more. Like, fucking talk to him or something. So, yeah, yeah I guess he was physically abusive. Um, then one day, when Judith was outside with her kite... Um, one of their neighbors remembers her dad coming outside and grabbing it from her and told her that she was being a spoiled brat as he broke it into pieces. Huh. You know, just chilling outside being a kid with a kite makes you spoiled now as your dad's reaping the benefits of you making a hundred thousand dollars a year. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking asshole. So at one point, uh, she was told that she got a part in an animated movie. And she immediately like broke down crying. So they they got her in to see a child psychologist and they sent her and then they sent social services to her house. Uh, Maria told them that she was working on getting the two of them out of the house and get a divorce. And that was like pretty much it. They just that she told them that she just had to get the paperwork for the divorce from Joe and that she had already run from the apartment. And they're like, okay. They just like dipskied. They're like peace bye. Yeah, and they would. She would actually take Judith to the apartment. So like on the days that she was shooting, they would go to like do all of her stuff, and then they would go to the apartment until like night, and then they would come back to the house. So they were like at the house for a minimum amount of time with Joe, and mm-hmm. then on the day she wasn't shooting, she's just, they just went to the apartment and hung out until night, and then came back. That was like their daily routine at one point. So I don't get why she didn't just divorce Joe and like fucking move out, but they already had the fucking apartment. So, yeah. Um, 
But during this time, this is when Joe starts seeing another woman. He apparently treated her better than his own family. He was like buying her nice stuff again, probably with fucking kids money, which mm-hmm. is wild to think about. But yeah, he uh, he just starts fucking cheating on his wife, and I, I don't know. He's just a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> so then on July 25th, 1988, Judith missed an appointment during uh, production. They called and Joe answered and he said that they were picked up by a car and gone and went to San Diego. Then that night he called them back saying that uh, he was moving out of the house, but he would stay until they got back. And then on July 28th, this is where things get a little like weird. On July 28th, a neighbor heard a bang and then saw smoke coming from the house. The house was on fire. But the thing here is hearing a bang. So what happened was Joe had killed his wife and his daughter. And then he on the 28th, he poured gasoline with the house on fire and all three died. But they say they're not sure what day he shot them, if it was like on the 25th or the 28th. But I feel like if you hear a fucking bang and the house is on fire, wouldn't you assume that it was probably on that day? Yeah, because I think fire fucks with being able to do autopsies. I'm don't quote me on this. I don't know. I feel like fire and like severe burning fucks up you being able to tell what time someone died if they did die prior to the fire. Yeah, I would assume so because don't they judge when someone died based off their internal temperature? Yeah. So if your internal temperature was melting. Um, <laughs> well, I feel like there's some other ways of doing it, but I feel like burning everything kind of fucks all of the options. Yeah, at least back in the 80s. True. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, that's true. Weren't we at the early stages of fingerprints still or DNA, something like that? F- no, you could use fingerprints. Uh, DNA doesn't come until like the early 2000s. Yeah. Late, like late 90s, early 2000s. Um. Yeah, I mean that's that's really it for this. Is like no one gets arrested. There's no trial. They all died, but there's not a lot to the story because yet again they all died. There's no one really to tell the story. Yeah, like, there's um, not a whole lot more, and it's not like it, she worked. She was a child actress that worked for like big like studios. It's not like they're gonna say a lot about it either. Like, not yeah. like they're gonna allow their employees well, to go out and talk super well, openly about it. So, like, so she was in the Land Before Time as Ducky, and that came out right before she died. No, uh, she never got to see it because it didn't come out until after. Oh, it came out mm-hmm. after. I know. I do know she was in All Dogs Go to Heaven, which also came out after, and that came out a year after she died. And I read something that, like, the director, um like came out and made some statement about it. I'm trying to find it. Uh, I can't find it. Oh, well. I read an article that he's made, commented on her after the fact but oh well i see nothing (laughs) well everyone i mean that's 
that's the story that's really all we got this week yeah i mean it's very sad it is it's very depressing who knows what she could have been in like in nowadays she would have been like honestly i she probably wouldn't have been in anything that's true realistically seeing well she was like a voice actor so she could have been like like, doing voice stuff i feel like i mean she might have done some things as a voice actress but i don't think she would have really reached high points given if her life was continued on her relationship with her dad would have just gotten worse and worse so yeah that's true well um after this episode uh, i mean we're just gonna be doing some drunken jersey gonna be doing some guest stuff for a while for the next couple episodes so look for those that should be fun we'll actually have topics maybe we'll have time well i'll have time this time (laughs) we won't get fucked and have to take two weeks off because we're all you know personal issues so that's why we have a super short one this time and nick's not here been yeah bad time the end of june early july was not a great time for us but hopefully we can get back on track we'll have some guests coming up yeah that's that's really about it so thanks everyone for listening um if you go to our link tree down in the description down in the description of this episode you can find all our links to wherever you find this podcast which again if you're listening to this you already fucking know where to find our podcast because you're listening um you can find a link to our is it it on patreon now patreon patreon now yeah yeah okay cool so you'll find that link and then you'll find a link to all of our social medias uh you know hit us up we would like to be talked to maybe depends on what you say sometimes also check out misfit faction their their website should be on our link tree by now perfect outside of that i mean like you can get uh you can go to get access to our discord you can get access to the uh movie review podcast that i'm i do that i don't know what months things are released on uh, all i know is that you see christian bale's not sack and american <laughs> psycho been pretty hooked on that lately yeah that's, that's all i got you got anything else um <laughs> man i have to change all your fucking audio now <laughs> Bye-bye.